Hey everybody, uh, we're back. This is the District 3 podcast episode. I have no idea. We'll check on that next week. Uh, but luckily, you know, on this show today, we actually have myself and Manny. Manny's here. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> it's been like the past two episodes. Well, oh, uh, don't wait, wait. You don't even have to bring it up. I have up. to bring it up. I think, well, I think the, the semi last episode, you actually were here, but you weren't part of the interview. Mm-hmm. You were like right behind us. Yeah. Uh, the last time, I don't know where you were at. You just kind of been away for a lot, right? Yeah. Like, yeah what have you been up to? Man, it's been, it's been a busy first quarter of january well i got got like a new job uh i got a promotion at my job um and uh applying to grad school so trying Mm -hmm. to finish up that application getting a a solid uh what what do they call it um letter of uh importance something like that i don't know i I can't even remember right now my brain's uh, everywhere um but yeah just been it's been it's been pretty nuts um, and i feel like you've you've also well we've we've hung out uh with with diego recently and i feel like i'm still catching up to what you've what you're up to so yeah kind of what you're telling me right now some of it's new to me i'm catching up to it so yeah. you know <laughs> and you were out of town last week. we're both there on, uh, yeah i went on a little do vacation do you want to touch on that do you want do you want to go into that? yeah i mean i got fully vaccinated mm-hmm. um so yeah my friends and I organized like a little trip, like a, a vaccation is what I'm calling it. Mm. Um, Cause you know, felt comfortable going out. We went over to the beach uh, in Florida, uh, met up with some friends that live there and it was good, man. It was good. I, you know, took a week off from work and uh, just like relaxed, chilled, went to the beach, sat by the pool. Um, Were you over there for the whole week? I was. It was a whole week, really nice house, and, uh, you know, the Hardens, shout out to the Hardens for letting us stay at their house. Uh, it was, yeah, just a great trip, man. I, I just feel, like, so happy that I got to get away. But, you know, as soon as you come back, that's one thing about, like, traveling. It's it's really cool, but then as soon as you get back, you're like, ah, you know, I could have used That's what I was going to ask you. Like, how, like, what's your status right now? Because after, like... A vacation you kind of come back and you you yeah. of course miss the people here you miss the environment but you're like damn i could have had two more days in the sun i miss my girlfriend that was that was the main thing i missed you i missed my other friends that were here but the main thing was that like isamar wasn't with us um mm-hmm. and i wish that she she had been um and but it was like it was like my friends friends that i've had for a decade mm-hmm. right over over a decade long time friends and we just we hadn't hung out all of 2020 because you know for obvious reasons yeah um so it was just it was good to catch up with everybody um in that way um my friend had just started a company too mm-hmm. it, down in florida so you know we're just getting together celebrating that talking about that so yeah it's i mean right now like I said, I I have a different position at work now, and there's a little more, uh, a lot more phone calls and emails that I can't ignore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even though I say I took a week off, it's never like actually you still gotta answer off. emails while you're out. One of the talking about like you hanging out with your friends and stuff, like I miss that, you know. I oh, miss yeah. like I of course I've hung out with friends, but of course we've been wearing masks and been kind of apart from each other. But I do miss going to restaurants and sitting in a table of like 10 friends you know and not just eating enjoying drinks talking to each other being close to each other hugging each other too Mm -hmm. Uh, and we haven't been able to do that well people have been doing it you know responsibly yeah yeah. but we haven't been able to i haven't been able to do that in a long time and uh that's like 
it's like chicken noodle for the for the soul. Yeah. Chicken noodle soup for the soul, you know, to be able to, to do that. And we've been deprived from that for over a year now. But we're we're getting back to it, you know. I I'm starting to see a lot more uh activity of like people going out. And to your point, you and I used to do that. We used to just mm-hmm. I mean, just meet up randomly. Yeah. Um and go like grab a drink or something. But yeah, I mean like lately I haven't been doing that with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um just telling people no because I yeah. think it's it's the best thing to do at the moment. But you know, I I am excited to get back into that and maybe have a little more time to hang out with everybody and hopefully everybody's a little more comfortable. Um, are your friends pretty close to getting all vaccinated? I mean, yeah, I is think your the, wife vaccinated? Not yet. Yeah, but she is. She is going to recent. She is going to soon. Yeah, super soon. Good. And it, and it's not like she's not skeptical of anything or anything like that. She's just kind of been been waiting but she's gonna be i think she's, she'll probably do she wanted to do the johnson and johnson one but you you've heard about <laughs> you've yeah, heard about yeah. what's been happening with that right i but mean it's, nothing it's really. six cases it's yeah. only six cases within the entire country so it's not like six cases of blood clots only one death but six cases of s- severe blood clots within like seven million mm-hmm. vaccinations did they did they pause it throughout the entire country i forgot or is it just yeah. in selective states? Yeah, yeah. The, the CDC paused it completely. Um, and I think until this coming Friday, um, where they're going to continue just doing a little more mm-hmm. uh, study on the effects and whether it's actually... I, I, I'm expecting them to bring it back. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, I, I know people that did that, that got that vaccine. My mom got that vaccine. Mm-hmm. My uh, uh, father-in-law got the vaccine, too. That Johnson & Johnson one, and they felt great i mean my mom had no side effects my father-in-law did have like a small fever and chills but it was just a few hours um so people have been haven't had like a lot of negative effects yeah because with i guess i've I've kind of just from the folks that i do know the folks that have gone the the j and j vaccine i've seen have had less bad side effects i'm not sure if that's the same thing really that you've seen I, um, so I don't know anybody that's had that vaccine. So I oh, think really? that's, yeah, that's that's an interesting thing to hear. That uh, I think poultry workers, and, a lot yeah. of poultry workers, got that. Where where at? Uh, they did it at the. They were doing it at the WalMarts at the Walmart oh, neighborhood markets. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, and I think poultry workers were given that one just because it's like a one time mm-hmm. uh, vaccine, and you yeah. don't have to miss that much of work. You can yeah. just miss like a day if if needed. Um, Which is what was great about that vaccine. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it is it's a it's a time consuming process to have to go. And schedule an appointment. Yeah. Go. I mean, Isamar uh, couldn't get one for the longest time, uh, and then the Cherokee Nation was starting to do it. So Oklahoma? she, yeah, she. Well, she no. She drove down to the casino by Fort Smith. No, further than that. But she drove to a casino. Oh, and the were, one that's by Fort Smith. Yeah, and they oh, were my, doing. My brother-in-law works there. Yeah, that's where they were doing vaccinations. Oh, cool. I so, didn't know that. Yeah, but she had to go make a whole trip out of it. You mm. know. Um, so are your friends, uh, I know we, you asked me about my friends, but the people in, not just in your circle, but I guess people that you know, mm-hmm. um, is it, are they, are they actually, do they have like a positive viewpoint on the vaccines or is it something where a lot of people are still skeptical? Yeah. Um, luckily I'm around a lot of people that are like totally cool Vaccine? with, totally cool with getting it. Yeah. I, I mean, I do have like a couple of coworkers who are, who have been slow playing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but and we're both vaccine now. So this is the first time. In months that we've done a podcast without our masks. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we didn't even. <laughs> I had mine on right now, and yeah. I was like, "Let me take it off." I mean, he's vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Yeah. Like, we're not like. So it feels good, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still wearing my mask mm-hmm. out in public, right? Same, um, same here. Because we we don't 100 percent know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
you know, I, I think in a situation like this where we both know like we're good, we're cool, then I'm, I'm wearing it. And I think like for the most part, I the people that are around me, I know who are vaccinated. Um, I think my coworkers were like, our company's not quite at a hundred percent vaccinated, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think everybody's at least had a dose mm-hmm. um, of those who want it. And the truth is that not everybody wants it. Um, do you, do you know a lot of people? That? I know some people just because I interact with a lot of people in my job, mm-hmm. which you do you do the same, right? Sure. Yeah. But I, like I and it's specifically people within the Latinx community. Mm. And unfortunately, is because of either conspiracy videos they've seen on social media, misinformation. Yeah, be, because when the vaccine started getting put, um, I guess what's the correct term? Started getting injected mm-hmm. in people. Um, there was a video circulating on social media, on Latinx social media, that showed like supposedly this doctor from Argentina that was telling people that if they got the vaccine, that they uh, there's a possibility they wouldn't be able to have children anymore, and that their genders would be changed, and all this really <laughs> weird that stuff. Their genders would be changed. Yeah, but people yeah. believed it. Like the lady cutting my hair, mm-hmm. one day when she showed me the video. She was like, "Have you seen the video?" And I'm like, what video are you talking about? And she's like, look. And while she's cutting my hair, she paused my haircut. And I was in a hurry to, <laughs> to get out of there. She paused my haircut, went on Facebook, found a safe video she had on there, and put it on. It was some lady at a at an hotel, which yeah. is, is sketchy on its own, right? And then she's talking about how if you put the vaccine on, that, that there's a possibility that if you're a man, you'll become a woman, uh, that you'll lose the ability of having children. Um, so many people believe this. Yeah. And many people see, hear news, for example, about the six folks, you know, that got sick after they got the J&J vaccine. And they don't really think, okay, unfortunately, it was it, people, people did get sick, right? But the probability of it, you know, there's, there's the probability of you getting, you dying from other things that are way out of, out of proportion mm-hmm. than this. Then you, getting, then, then you getting this sick, like these people got sick. And... Once they see that, once they see any kind of bad news, they just say, you know what, maybe I'm not going to get it. But unfortunately, what ends up happening is they may be safe. You know, they might not have a bad immune system or they might be uh, super healthy, but it's the other folks, you know, the, yeah. fo- the older folks or the people with compromised immune systems that will ultimately pay the ultimate price if we don't do our part in trying to get vaccinated and continue to wear our masks. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's maybe where a difference is for, like, my industry where I work, um, where I work with people that, you know, experience the full lockdown. Um, People in our industry rely on face-to-face customer service a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So I think everybody around me was just, like, ready to to get it. Um, And they were just like, we know people are dying, we know people are getting sick. And this is going to let us be a little more back to normal. Um, so what was your thinking in, because you know how when people got the vaccine, people got sick, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the J&J, uh, the Johnson & Johnson, people getting the blood the blood clots. I'm, I'm just talking about like getting those chills, getting that little fever, uh, getting those body aches. Yeah. Um, how did you mentally prepare yourself to, 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 to say, you know what, like I might get sick for a few hours or maybe for a day? but I still got to get this done. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, Irvin, I was not prepared at all. Oh. Yeah. I was, you know, <laughs> I, I was like, just being 26 year old me, I was like, I'm not going to feel I'm anything. <laughs> right. I played for uh, high school football. I'm good. <laughs> I work out. So, so I, it was actually kind of funny because 
uh, me and two coworkers uh, happened to schedule at the same day. We weren't planning mm. on it, but I, I just know that as soon as we could get it, we all scheduled it. And so our follow-up day was all on the same day. You did a community clinic, right? Yeah, we so. went to yeah, downtown Springdale because uh, you know, my job's just down the road. Yeah. So uh, we were all there at the same time, like right around 2 p.m. Got the shot, felt fine. Next day, could not go into work because I definitely had the symptoms. And I wasn't prepared. I mean, I was like I was trying to get up out of bed and was not feeling it. Texted my coworkers, and they were kind of feeling some of the same things. So I was like, okay, this is normal. We're just going to get through it. But we were also texting like yeah this sucks right now in the moment um but this sucks for us together at the same time we can kind of support each other <laughs> yeah and now we can all because we we were all super sad because we're all you know in my industry you got to be a little extroverted you got to like yeah. get in front of people just talk um and we haven't been able to do that um so like for us it was really just a huge moment to be able to say oh my god this is behind us in, mm -hmm. in in at least this part this shot part is behind us and we can really start making moves towards some normalcy now mm -hmm. um and like still in my head i'm just like did that actually happen have we actually reached that point so mm -hmm. i as much as like yeah it, it kind of sucked man i'm just so happy it, mm -hmm. it just feels so good to like kind of get there and to that point i think most of the people that would listen to this podcast are gonna be getting the shot right yeah um but i would say like any symptoms like don't let that hold you back because uh, i don't know did you feel like you were like oh i gotta take some teas drink drink some extra water originally yes um i'm a little paranoid as mm -hmm. it is just in general and and uh i forgot what i forgot what the term is i use this term all the time but i just forgot it right now whenever you feel something uh, weird in your body and you automatically assume the worst it's like a hypochondriac yeah that's me yeah okay you're this like i, this I like my older sister i get a weird feeling in my stomach yeah i got cancer oh know? my god like I, I, no. <laughs> like I i had an i had an inflamed stomach lining and i thought i was dying yeah until i went to the doctor and he said just stop drinking energy drinks and i did that but i'm drinking one right now yeah, right? here we are <laughs> i need <laughs> one today but but your cans but i us, yeah. i used to drink it like uh every day you know energy drinks so it, it hurt my my inflamed stomach lining but back to what i was saying um i i did i did kind of mentally prepare myself so whenever i got the first dose of the vaccine um, luckily, I was able to see a graphic on social media uh, for the community clinic as well, where you could text, text a specific number and they would call you to make an appointment. I texted the number and within like 10 minutes, I got a call back. Yeah. It was at the time when no one was doing that yet. Yeah. Like it was people were still hearing about it. So I got a call right away, uh, scheduled an appointment, and then I told my coworkers and then they scheduled an appointment. So we were all kind of going through it at the same time as well. We got our first dose. I think the only the only thing and I I talked about it in the last podcast, but I didn't describe it as good as I should have in regards to like what I felt. Uh, I did. I had a small headache and I did feel like I, I, I felt like I could feel the blood more. But I think it could it could just be related to that term that you mentioned mm -hmm. where like I feel something. And I just think that it's just something else. But I felt like the body kind of, I mean, the blood in my body kind of circulating at a faster speed. Whoa, kind of like some avatar. Yeah, like I was, like I was getting stuff, that 5G huh? in my body, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. And uh, in, my, in, in my arms, like I, in, I mean, not in my arms, in my hands, I felt 
a little weird. I can't explain it, and I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to scare people. But that's all I felt mm-hmm. that first dose, right? But then this 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 time around, I got the second dose uh, this past week, and um, I've been I've just been hearing a lot on social media about how when you get the second dose of the specifically the the, the, the moderna, moderna yeah uh that it's that it's rough right yeah, yeah I, I i definitely scared ismar a little bit because she's because oh, you got the moderna too right yeah and she got the moderna um uh, but she hasn't gotten her second dose yet yeah um so like she saw she came over she like got me medicine and stuff and now she's just like uh. um i mean she's still gonna get it obviously mm. but yeah i mean it, it lasted a day for me. It didn't go that way for all my coworkers. Mm-hmm. I had uh, one of my coworkers said that she felt um, a little chill, but mm. not quite like it hit me. I, I was definitely like bedridden, but I was kind of glad. I, I think I needed some rest anyway. So, so the second dose did kind of hit you a little bit? Oh, it hit me. Yeah. Did it hit you harder than the first? Oh, I didn't feel anything with the first okay oh i thought you said you got some symptoms no it was the second one oh okay the second one that really messed with me okay yeah Yeah, i didn't i didn't really feel anything the Uh, second time yeah it's good yeah but i was i was mentally prepared you think it's a mental thing huh well it might be because whenever i got the the second dose i got it early so i don't know if i don't know if time has anything to do with that what time did you go to your appointment i went early for the first one i went late for the second one what time did you go for the second one? Do you remember? 2 p.m. Okay. So I've been, I don't know, if I'm, this isn't a conspiracy, but I've been, <laughs> I've been hearing that folks who get their second dose early in the day mm-hmm. usually have, like, experience less bad mm. symptoms. So I got mine at 9 a.m. See, so me and my coworker, I, we both got it at 2 p.m. Well, two, two of my coworkers. Um, I went home, ate dinner, morning, felt like crap. My coworker went home... She went and taught a yoga class that evening. Mm. So she had the energy for that. Like, not only just to, like, do yoga, but, like, the energy to, like, train other people while yeah. doing it, right? Um, and and then the in the morning, she felt like crap. Yeah. So um, it wasn't immediate. It, it took some time. But me, I, I felt better than, like, later that evening mm. um, after I felt a little achy. The only so. thing that I felt was... The, well, let me just say that when I got the when I got the second dose, I the day prior I had just moved all our stuff. Well, several of us had moved our stuff into our new home, right? Mm-hmm. So on Friday, I had a lot of work to do, but then I also had a lot of uh, like home stuff to take care of, like utilities and to go to go to the post office, take back our keys back to our landlord, a lot of things. So I was busy the entire day. Yeah. I was on my feet the entire day, just going around and, and everything. And I think that helped me because it stopped me from thinking about, mm. you know, getting any bad side effects. The only thing that I can remember that would be considered maybe somewhat of a side effect is that when I woke up, I woke up like at four in the morning the next day and I felt a little warm and I thought I had a fever. But then my wife told me that it was just hot in the room. Okay, but there so goes so again. Kind of feeling, yeah, but there goes little, again my mind telling yeah. me that it's something that's not right. Right. Uh, so then I woke up like at seven, and I was good. Yeah, and I haven't felt anything. But I was mentally prepared for it. Uh, but there are people that have gotten in worse side effects. My sister, the first dose, felt like crap. Then the thirty minutes after, and then this second dose, 
she felt like crap, but not as bad as the first dose. So I guess it just depends on everybody, right? Everybody's immune system is a little bit, a little bit different. And don't don't take my advice that just because it's it's early in the morning when you get your second <laughs> dose that you're not gonna get bad side effects. Just get the, just because get I'm the not dose. a doctor. Because <laughs> I'm not a doctor, so don't take my advice. Go whenever you can. On that, just go go whenever you can. Uh, but just know that when you do go and and you're fully vaccinated, you're gonna make you know your your community safer. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think a big thing for me is like, yes, I'm thinking of my community. I'm thinking of my mother, mm-hmm. my girlfriend, my friends. But I'm also thinking about like the privilege that it is to have a vaccine in the United States. It, there's an abundance of it, and you know, I I think our government has done a pretty decent job at getting these vaccines distributed. And in Salvador, you know, they haven't gotten any vaccines. Mm, no, really? No. And it, a lot of, there is such disparity worldwide for these vaccines because these like, rich... Like throughout the whole country, no one's got it yet? No, throughout, no, no. Oh, man. Um, at least that I know. The last okay. I, the last my aunt uh, I think me. they're barely, I, I, saw, I saw this on TikTok, but uh, the president's working on creating like a like a big vaccination clinic in, mm-hmm. in Salvador. Uh, but I haven't seen anything about them being actually vaccinated. Right. But I see that they're working on like creating this big old, it's going to be like the biggest uh, vaccination. Uh, I think it's like a hospital. Uh, and I think it, I think it's in all Latin America. But that's crazy. Yeah, well, he's he's also been working on a lot of infrastructure stuff. But uh, he, he wanted to create the largest hospital, period, mm-hmm. um, in El Salvador. So uh, I, I know that he's been working on it. But the thing is, like, the problem is the, the rich countries have all purchased the these resources, huge yeah. stockpiles of vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the Western European countries, Russia, China, Japan the u.s as some in canada a a fair amount in mexico but you know you get to central america south america africa Mm -hmm. um it's just like nobody can get in people are still dying um Mm -hmm. and that's why you see in in like france they had to do another lockdown yeah because there there are people that are now migrating again without the vaccine without being vaccinated Mm -hmm. and and you're having multiple waves multiple variants um so again, I just feel like super privileged and super happy to, to have been able to receive a vaccine. I mean, that's just that American privilege that we have. I know if I know if I've seen on my social media, Manny, you've seen on your social media too. Um, are you still seeing folks on like your stories and stuff that are like partying, and you can tell that like they don't have their masks on, and and they're right right next to each other, like. It's so it's so bad, and I and I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that's like pointing fingers and says, "Hey, like, what are y'all doing? Like, put, yeah. y'all, put y'all's masks on if y'all are." If I don't want you all to be in groups of twenty with each other, like with folks that are not vaccinated or that are not wearing their masks, but unfortunately, people our age, they're still they're still doing that. Yeah, and I don't know at what point at what point do we do we say to ourselves. We have to be more responsible, not only just for ourselves, but for the people that are that are compromised in our community. Uh, do you have thoughts about that? Do you see that? What, what What are your thoughts whenever you see folks like that on your social media? Well, usually the people that I see acting that way, I'm like kind of expecting it mm. from those people, right? Yeah. Um, and they're people that I don't necessarily spend a lot of time with <laughs> for that same reason, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. so you know, it's it's disappointing. Um, 
and I think that's even more reason why if you have the capability of getting a vaccine, mm-hmm. you should do it as soon as possible. Because, uh, you know, there are other people who aren't taking those steps at the same time. I'm not, I'm definitely not like a call out guy. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I definitely feel like, what are you doing? Like, you're being stupid right now. Like I've been in during the pandemic, I think I went to three weddings uh, mm-hmm. throughout the entire pandemic. But these were people that were super close to me that I just didn't want to miss like their most special day. Right. And it was like a limited group of people and stuff. But even when I was there, man, like I would have my mask on when it was time to dance. I'd be away from everybody. Yeah. I I didn't want to be close to anybody. Um, and, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to point fingers or anything. I'm just oh, saying but, that like, yo. but people are definitely talking about it. I mean, like, uh, I'll, uh, my friends will send like stories in our group chats and they'll be like, yeah. damn, not a mask in sight, you yeah. know, uh, or they'll be like, oh man, I, I guess they left their mask at home. Yeah. Um, so people are still talking about, luckily, like I said, my friends are all very, uh, likely to, to to wear a mask out and yeah because even vaccine, even with like the wrestling event that we hosted like uh, i think it was like two weeks ago or a week ago i don't even remember um you know we had at the door you know you must wear your mask and even when we were when we were there at the event uh people took their masks off whenever they were like drinking uh or eating something and sometimes they kept it off a little bit longer than they should right um but we tried to enforce that and tell folks you know there's a lot of people even in this room that are compromised, that can be, mm-hmm. that can be compromised if, if they do get uh, COVID. Um, I, saw, I saw a meme, I cracked up. It was, it said something like, if you're getting COVID-19 at this, at this time, like you're messing up, you know, like, come on now, already, <laughs> After, we're already in 2021. If you're yeah. getting it for the first time, like, but I, I guess that's also very kind of uh, classist in a way because there can be different circumstances as to why people get COVID, you know, sometimes yeah. people will, will be will work in in work environments where their health and and vaccinations aren't really considered priority for them so uh we we understand that but just i'm all i'm asking is just for folks to do better yeah you know and i'm I'm tired of just seeing your stories and i care about y'all you know but i but i also want you all to care about yourself too right because uh covid sucks and, and i never officially got it it's crazy i never got a positive test throughout the entire pandemic mm-hmm. you know and i th- i think i had it last march but i never got a positive test but the folks that have gotten it which is my entire family it's been a horrible experience so folks please continue to wear your masks sometimes i forget sometimes i'll go into come and go and i'll be already getting my uh my diet mountain dew and then realize i don't have a mask and i rush out of there like embarrassed yeah af you know, yeah. I'm like, oh my god! I run out, get get my get my mask, and and come back in, um, just because we just gotta make sure that everybody's safe and healthy. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. Everybody's gotta do the right thing, and I think, uh, you know, the the one thing I I have been disappointed with a little bit, um, and I'm interested to see is that, you know, our our local governments they've tried to do the best they can with try to distribute it th- these vaccines. Um, but there's a lot of federal money that Arkansas received yeah. um, during all of this that has gone unused. In Washington County? In Washington County mm-hmm. and in Benton County and I think throughout the state. And it'll be really interesting to see how uh, these local governments, the quorum courts, 
Um, the state legislator is, you know, they did everything they could. They just released everything to the quorum courts for as, as much as I know. Um, now that we're at the end of session, um, but it, I'm seven million in Washington County, right? That's, yeah, that's on hold, I, dude. I mean, massive amounts of money, and we're about to. The state's about to get more money, uh, like over a billion dollars from the Build Back Better plan. I think um, Bank County Biden. has been already using theirs. I mm-hmm. think Bank County folks, there are different organizations like Hark. I think Hark. If, if I remember, if I've heard correctly, don't quote me on this, but I believe Hark uh, controls a lot of who the money goes to in Bank County. Um, but Washington County is just kind of it's there. Yeah. And there's a lot of we know people that need it. You know, mm-hmm. we see people, we see homeless folks in our community that need it. They don't have housing. And it's just there. And it's very unfortunate because I'm pretty sure most of the people in the quorum court, uh, they have a house. They have a place yeah. to stay. Yeah. You know, they have they can pay for the utilities. And I guess because it's not a priority to them, then it's just like whatever. But yeah. Uh, and I'm talking about the majority of people in the quorum court, because there's also people in the quorum court that are good and want those funds to be distributed. But unfortunately, because of some folks, it's it's just there. And, yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. There's there's been a couple of proposals that I've seen. Um, out of Washington County, and one of those is that is what you're saying about housing projects. Um, but the other one that I've seen, which is, I think is just terrible, is is releasing the money to the Chamber of Commerce mm. and just letting them uh, distribute the money how they see fit to mm. help uh, businesses get back. Which I'm I'm for businesses getting back, but I don't think that the, giving it to the Chamber of Commerce yeah. may, may be the. That's personally, you know, eh, other people might have different views. Well, they will have different views, but. Um, I would rather see that money go towards um, some mutual aid. Um, I like how this kind of turned into a COVID episode. Yeah, we weren't planning on. <laughs> no, it was just kind of. It was kind. Of, we were just supposed to give updates on like our lives and stuff like that. But we. Well, talked- I think I'm just excited that, at yeah. at the fact that you know, I, everybody I know is taking steps to move past this. And I think it's important that that we talk about like vaccinations and normalize them more. Mm-hmm. because there's still that fear within the community. There's still that misinformation. And if we're able to talk about it and say, hey, you know, we got the vaccine. We're still good. We're alive. Uh, and uh, and now and now we're safer because of that. You know, we're safer here in the podcast because mm-hmm. of the fact that we're both vaccinated now. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, hopefully people will have a change of mind uh, in regards to if they want to get the vaccine or not. And um, if they have any questions, you know, if people want to ask just about our experience, uh, let us know. Reach out if you're concerned about it. I have I have friends on social media. I guess they're more acquaintances because I'm not I don't see them like on a weekly or biweekly basis. But uh, they haven't gotten the vaccine yet. And whenever I post something about either me getting the vaccine or anything covid related, they'll ask me simple things like, so how are you feeling? So did you get any side effects? Mm-hmm. So what's going on? Like, they're really concerned. Like, they, they want to get the vaccine, but they're scared. Yeah. So the fact that we can talk about this and just kind of normalize it a little bit better, I hope that this encourages other folks who are just thinking about it to get the vaccine. And, and I would remind everybody that everybody's been vaccinated, like, multiple times within their life, especially if you went to public school. Because mm-hmm. uh, you had to get shots. You had to get vaccines to be admitted into public school. Apparently, people forgot that. Um, that like they already have experiences with vaccines Um, and you know any of our friends that are our age it should be okay and it doesn't even hurt 
Yeah. Well, at least I don't think it hurts. I didn't feel much. I didn't feel a thing. Like, I, I had to ask the lady, hey, did you do it already? Yeah. Because was, I didn't feel anything. My needle was really small. And I and the first time, I didn't ask much questions, to be honest. The second time, I was kind of like, I said, the lady was did, said, did you have any questions or any concerns or anything? And I was like, so, hypothetically speaking, if I want to take a drink, like, if I want to get a drink after this. <laughs> okay, I asked the same thing. If I want to get a drink after this, what, right after my tweet from last time? <laughs> if, if I want to get a drink after this, I said, uh, how long do I have to wait? And she said, well, it's kind of like the same thing as with any medicine. We ask people not to take any Tylenol or any other medicine four hours after you mm-hmm. get the vac- after you get the vaccine. So it's kind of the same thing. Just don't get drunk. Yeah. And I was like, well, I wasn't planning to get drunk. I just was thinking about possibly getting a drink. And she said, well, it is the weekend. It was a Friday. She was like, it is the weekend, so we don't blame you. But I was like, I'll just wait till Saturday, just in case. Yeah. Right? Um, and I know last time we talked about this because I think I posted on Twitter and I, and I said I waited like 36 hours or 40, I think it was 48 hours, uh, two days before I got it, before I took any kind of drink. And then you told me that, like, was it a few hours after you got the vaccine that you went to go get some cider? Yeah, well, I had to. I was like, <laughs> you worked there. Yeah. But but I did I, after my – because I just did that after the first one. The second time I did ask, and I was like, you know, she, she told me the same thing. Tylenol, ibuprofen, wait four hours. Um, and then so you should probably wait maybe four hours or even a day before mm-hmm. you have a drink. Um, so I did. I just, I just held off um, and just saved it for my vacation. And it's like, well, when you're not, when you're not like addicted to alcohol, it's really not that difficult to just don't drink for a day. Even if it's Friday, even if it's tempting, because Friday, you know, after a long week, you just want to chill. Celebratory. I mean, I was, I was super excited. I wanted one. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, But yeah, not, not that hard to hold off. I, I, I mean, yeah. You can hold off on it. I mean, we're, we're, uh, we're good in where we can. But did you have dinner? Did you eat right after? Yeah, I forgot what I ate, though. I think I ate something that was light because I the first dose, I did a salad. Mm. And the second, I forgot, but it wasn't something heavy because I didn't want to get sick because I'm scared that if I get the vaccine and for some reason I eat heavy, then I'll just be nauseated. And just the idea of that scares me, so I stay away from any kind of heavy food, and it's worked out. Yeah. So if I ever get the vaccine again... <laughs> if, if I, I think the I forgot what the running time is of, on how long we're protected. I I think I heard six months. Yeah. Uh, if if when I get it again, I'll just continue doing the same thing and hopefully continue to have the same results I've been having in regards to how I react to it. Um, but yeah, we just want to remind people get the vaccine if you can. We understand that there's some folks that um, doctors do tell them not to get the vaccine depending on how uh, how sick they are. Because, like, they, they do ask you the questions whenever you go in there. Do you have this? Do you have that? How do you feel about this? Do you ever get these allergic reactions? And I guess depending on that, right, people will make the decision if they want to get the vaccine or not. Check with your doctor if you're concerned about that. But if you're not, if you're usually a healthy individual and, 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 you, and you feel good about it, try to get the vaccine. Yeah. Continue to wear your masks. Yeah. Let's, let's get rid of this because... Um, because Irvin wants to go back to Mojitos and sit with 20 yeah. people. Since <laughs> I won't be going to the Bad Bunny concert because these tickets are so expensive. Oh, my God. Did, did you try to get tickets uh, to the Bad Bunny concert? I almost did. I almost pulled the trigger, but I man. couldn't justify it, man. I saw the memes. There was people like that said, uh, the, the meme said, 2,000 people waiting before you. 
to get yeah. a ticket. And I was like, nah, I ain't doing that. Oh, man. And I know they're, they're probably not as ex- as expensive as they were originally. Oh, they were. They oh, are. they were? Yeah. And, like, what I'm talking about, like, nosebleed seats, it's still in the thousands? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, last I checked, I don't know. I like Bad Bunny. And I like his I like his, his morals and what he stands for, but I'm just not. It's just, I mean, like, obviously, we're Bad Bunny fans here. We've talked about it since, like, I think episode one. yeah. Um, but it's just sad because, you know, he's he is the number one artist stri- in the world. Yeah, it was in, in 2020, he was the most streamed one, one artist. match at WrestleMania, too. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, but if it was Marco Antonio Solis, though, then I, I would try. Probably, if no, it was, you wouldn't. If it was Los Bukis coming back for one last tour with uh, Marco Antonio Solis, yeah. I'd be waiting on that line. <laughs> I don't know. But even if it was 5,000 people in front of me, I'd and, be waiting. And you would pay the $1,000 ticket. Myra would be mad at me, but hey, (laughs) you'd be going by yourself. That's a bucket list. That's a bucket list. You know, watching Marco Antonio Solis live, I have I've seen some of the Wookiees perform live, but I've never seen Marco Antonio Solis perform live. Yeah, so it's on the bucket list. So I would I would do that, but Bad Bunny, I'll I'll just pass. Uh, He used to have really cheap tickets. Yeah, well, he performed in Kansas City like two two or three years ago. Tickets were super cheap. Yeah, but now he's got a bunch of hits. I mean, you would now think... Now he's been to WrestleMania. You would think... I was like, you don't need these really expensive tickets to be the number one artist in the world, so why... People are buying them, though. Oh, yeah, they are. So, hey, power to him if he's selling all that. But I won't be there, but uh, <laughs> congratulations to those that did get tickets, and I hope you enjoy yourselves. Uh, but that's the end of the episode this week, which turned into a COVID episode. But I think, like I said, once again, it's important that we talk about this. Uh, next week, we'll have Lilia Carrillo on the podcast with us. She's a community member and mother of uh, China Carrillo, who was tragically murdered uh, two months ago uh, and was a trans woman. Um, who was very well loved in our Northwest Arkansas community. Um, so she will be here next week to talk about um, China's life and and uh, where she's at now and, and things that she wants to do to continue advocating for folks uh, like China and for the community just in general. So make sure you show her some love when she shows up next week. And we appreciate everybody uh, tuning in this week. And we'll be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. So we'll see you then. All right. Thanks. Peace. Thank you.